Mom Save America is brought to you by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? Hello, hello, and welcome to Mom Save America. My name is Tina Graff. Carrie and I are back for more mom templating, and we have started the morning off with um, a little bit of a trip down memory lane because over the course of the last couple of days, I've been cleaning out given the construction that I have, and I found all my old uh, old videos. So back before phones took videos we used to have a video camera do you remember and then yes, i have to like originally they were on these tiny little cassette tapes that i would then send off and get a dvd made but then i got a new video camera that had mini C- mini dvds or mini cd's or whatever and i have hundreds of those for up until about 2008 so everything from henry's birth to 2008 are on little dvds and then after that Everything's on the computer, so yeah. I I feel like you're going to make me go through a midlife crisis this morning. I, like I it's been terrible for me, and I don't know overwhelming. Why. Maybe because Henry got his permit and he yeah. started driving, right? It's like, what? How did it's it's weird? Like you think you remember stuff, or you know, it wasn't that long ago, or time isn't flying by, and then you realize, like, when you're watching old home movies or something, like. I don't even remember those people. Like I said to you, I don't even remember what they sounded like or... The voices is the key. Like yeah. when you see... Images are one thing because you... For me, I have the memories of their images, their chubby faces mm-hmm. or whatever. But when you hear on the video their voices or you remember their mannerisms at that moment, yeah. that's what kills me. And the best is as we're watching it, we see you and Andin and, um, and, and myself and Bart's like... I'm the only one who looks better because <laughs> he was so overweight at the time. That's and not nice, Bart. No, but he, I, that's what I said. That's mean. But it was true. I'm looking, I'm like, we, we've all aged not, I mean, to some degree, it's been whatever, 20 yeah. years, but, um, he was like, Oh, I look better. I look better without hair and I look better, um, thinner thinner so I was like that's kind of true well and you know it's so true like everybody always says that like you look back at you know your high school photographs and you're like oh I'm, I'm so fat oh. or you know like in that moment in time you hated everything about yourself you know and now you look back at the pictures and you're like holy crap I know I, I looked mean, okay you I, know that's it's like the, that was the first thing as vain as that sounds the first thing I thought of as I looked at myself holding Henry I was like Oh my God, I was thin. Yeah, like, where did yeah. that come from? And you and you never appreciate it. That's the no, thing. You, never you have to just it. you know, as you get older and chubbier, you <laughs> have to thicker. learn how Let's to just say thicker, fluffier, whatever you want to yeah, call it. I know. Um, you got to learn to just appreciate the moment for what it is yeah, and, and like so yourself. Up. Yeah, like yourself. It's so true. Yeah, it because is... let's hope thirty years from now I don't look back and go, oh God, I was so skinny then. <laughs> you know what I mean? expanding body life whatever you know but you just have to learn to just appreciate yeah. the moment for what it is and not get so wrapped up in that and but the other, it's hard the when other things are for, tight I, I know and the other thing is my daughters were like why were you dressed like that mom and I'm like 
because I was still working. Oh, yeah, right. They were like, it was so weird for them to see me like right. actually dressed like, a, I, go, I think I probably just came from work. It was Henry's birthday and we were filming or yep. something. Yeah, No, I know. I have the same type of, I have like a Tupperware box down in the basement with um like VCR yes. tapes. Yeah. And then like the mini VC, you know, whatever that was, the mini VCR. And that's, that's I what really have to do VCR. something because I feel like, you know, mildew, moisture, whatever, they're going to be ruined. Well, oh. not that we are getting sponsored by Legacy Box, but that I'm, I'm hearing an ad for Legacy Box and I'm like, you know, I really should at some point put it on a thumb drive, make copies for everybody. Just yeah. because... I, 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 that thing is I always think I have to be like organized I know. to do that. And I should just send the whole thing in and Who cares whatever what order, order you put yeah. it in, it's perfectly fine, it, you know? Exactly, exactly. Because... You know, we, we, it's, uh, how often do we do, the, I mean, how often do we do pictures, right? And right. one of the things we talked about on one of those podcasts was, right, having Facebook. That was our other business idea right. that we haven't uh, jumped into, is getting one of the Instagram, Facebook people to say, just make a photo book every month of... Whatever pictures I post. Yeah. Or, yeah. I know. Oh, life. Life is right. Anyways, speaking of 20 years ago... I just read that The Sopranos debuted 20 years ago today or this week or something like that. Yeah, I remember like that show was such... I'm trying to think of what that I would remember, even equate to now. I remember was, you calling us, you calling Bart and I saying, you guys have got to start watching this show. HBO was so visionary mm-hmm. in, in producing that and getting it out there. And I remember thinking, this is not my type of show. It was yeah. So, but it was... In, in, in enthralling. We it's couldn't... such good television. Like, I, I, yeah. And and back then, I don't even know that there was that many TV shows on HBO. So I think that no, in I, itself I... was sort of revolutionary at that time too. Right, right. The um the the other media type uh, stations, you know, getting into the television. That was the the change where I think Hollywood stars were thinking, oh, we could go do Make television yeah. as well, and it would be okay. And I saw the cast, um, I think they were on the Today Show or something this morning, and first of all, they all look amazing. Talk about, mm-hmm. I, I think James Gandolfini's wife, whoever, I forget what her name was, she you know, looks, Edie Falco. she looked yeah. insanely good. Yeah. Well, she still has a show, right? She's right. on Nurse Jackie or something. Yeah, right? she's she's continued. I mean, I think all of them have too, but maybe... But the they, amazing thing about The Sopranos is that... It's still on demand on HBO. Like kids this generation are watching it all over again. Yes, no, still that's there. True. That's true. But they, you know, they had the whole um, James Gandolfini and his legacy, and yeah, I mean, I, he was such a good actor. He yeah, was, even in any of the other movies he was in, I was always, I was always drawn to like watch him. He was amazing, but. That just, you know, the the nostalgia, I think we're on, I'm on like, like you said, I'm going through some midlife thing because I've been just well, tripping on Well, it's funny that you're memory. mentioning midlife because literally in the car on the way over here, I was thinking about, you know, I'm having, I'm having a little anxiety. My kids are about to go back to school Aww. again. And I'm thinking about like, what is that feeling about like that anxious feeling? And, and then I'm telling myself, well, maybe it's a midlife crisis. And I'm thinking maybe the midlife crisis is the part like when your kids aren't little and then you haven't yet started to enjoy that older aspect of your life like with people getting married and grandchildren and all that it's that weird in-between phase where not a whole lot's happening and you personally may not have 
a whole lot going and on. You have and no control at all over what they're doing right. now. They're just off. Or how their lives are going to turn yeah. out. And yeah, it's that weird in-between phase where you're like, okay, what what am I going to do? Like, what's next yeah. for me? You're going to do Mom Save America. Well, obviously. Right? And again, we're... Hello, dog. Sorry, the dog. <laughs> I mentioned that on the last podcast. I have no control over him. He's become part of the show. I'm so sorry. He's going to cry. So I'm going to pause for a second and settle him down and we'll be right back. Thank you. I just had to speak a few words of German to get the dog to quiet down. Um, Okay. So in the new year, I have not yet uh, organized myself to email Carrie with a detailed uh, list to jump into. And really, there's so much going on. Yeah, you just don't need to. I think that we can just um, track uh, whatever highlights on Yahoo, for Christ's sake. I I know. Like, by the time we end up posting it, Tina's like, oh, this seems dated. I'm like, it's literally two days ago. Well, that's the problem. But there's so much that's happened. That's the problem. If I don't get my act together and and try immediately to edit and produce it and get it out there, it's like... it just seems so irrelevant, and it's been right four days. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. So let's just let's just jump into the season three. I'm still calling it season three. I think it was keeping up with the Trumps, or <laughs> I've tried to come up with a few different names. It's hard to keep up with the Trumps. It's hard to keep up with the Trumps, or I liked Trump City. I, you know, I asked on the last podcast, which will come out um, tomorrow, actually. Uh, from the day that we're recording this, but I've asked any of our listeners if they have any ideas for names of the the, the Trump uh, series that is in season three and the Democrat series that is coming up, which I'm calling season one of uh, twenty the race to 2020 with the Democrats. I'd like to kind of, because that's the second show. That's yeah. airing right after Trump City, so we I'm need not to... sure that show's much better, honestly, but... We, we thought that was going to be good TV. The, the well, after the... Um... Whatever that thing was on the TV the other night, oh. not State of the Union. What what what, no, did, he, what do you call he that? He addressed the nation and from the Oval Office, yeah. which is typically used for emergencies, emergencies. wartime, um, like actual crises that that are happening instead of manufactured crises. Okay, well let me let me just say my takeaway yeah. of that, and okay. it, it's got nothing to do with building the stupid wall or not building it. Okay, his appeal to the American public is that he's um, candid and off the cuff. Right. And, um, you know, everything he says is right. just shooting out of his mouth. He's yeah. given absolutely no, th- no thought to it all, okay? So true. And that's what's appealing about him is that right. he was kind of like somebody's weirdo dad. Like, right. you know, like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. He was so weird it was unwatchable first of all i don't know if he can't read i don't know if he needs glasses i don't know what's going on but the weird orange skin yeah with the white squinty eyes yeah. and the little lips the lips that come together so closely that he can't get his words out why does he feel like when he needs to read his lips get closer together because he's concentrating so hard <laughs> No, that is exactly what's happening. I don't know if they need to move the teleprompter closer. Why don't they Cyrano de Bergerac and, and like read it to him like it's in his ears and he's just... I think that's spe- too much. Too I complicated. Think, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Hear no. and speak Mm-mm. at the same time. No, no. Too complicated. That's probably, probably true. Yeah, that was so... Like, I'm like, this is so And odd. it's like the dry mouth. He gets the dry mouth. And he wasn't like passionate and about goes, it. Or, oh, the sniffing. Don't even get me on the, the drug sniffing. sniffing. This is so, honestly, it's so 
comical. It's so What are we weird. going to do when he doesn't, when he's gone? I don't know. I mean, we're not going to have anything to talk about. We're going to well, have to Well, I have plenty to say about the other two weirdos, too. Oh, I agree with you. I oh. mean, how funny was Stephen Colbert? He's just like, seriously, this is the best we have to yep. put out there Oh, and they're, they're like deer in the headlights. Yeah, they're the like, other two. They're squished together. What, what's that old picture of the guy with the pitchfork and the little old thing? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I mean, um, that, it's I like Americana or yeah, something. Like, I don't, that's the two of them yeah. out there. Like, mud weirdos. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> I mean, weirdos. what they needed to do was do what he usually does. Yeah. And just be totally passionate right. and they, off the cuff. You know what? And, they needed to put Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, although they wouldn't. They should have just put her They should have had there. her dancing through this, yeah. the screen as they were talking. Right. You know, everybody's so and fired then, up about the And the other the lady should have come out and said, uh, in response to that, we're going to impeach the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Just all our responses, yeah. we're impeaching him. He, just he's be been, passionate. Right. Yeah, the, those two were such weirdos, too. Like, they were staring straight ahead as if they'd never been on television. It's, it's just so un... You know, un- unengaging. Yeah. Like, and unrelatable. Like, unrelatable. To- they were totally unrelatable. I, yeah, I, listen, I, I mean, they, they each have their own little message. You know, Trump put his message forward. And if you're going to believe that those scare attacks, you know, I guess he delivered it in a very sane way. And then they did the same thing. But you needed somebody to be like, I mean, I've seen Nancy Pelosi talking about it when she was on the news. Yeah. She goes, let's make one thing clear. We're not building the wall. Like, right. she just laid right. it out. Come out and say that. Right. And say, great, I'm glad you, I, I appreciate you talking about all these horrific crimes, uh, or the three horrific crimes, but guess what? On Christmas Day, a child died in your custody. Right. Do we not consider that horrific, too? I, like, it's, they're our, so... Okay, too, it's, it is, but I honestly, you know, and I wonder what some of the workers who aren't, aren't getting paid, like, how come you're getting paid? You're a government worker, Trump. Like, how come you keep getting paid and we're not getting paid? The other thing is that it actually makes me, like, really sad about him is that he's like, well, they'll make adjustments. And, well, no, you don't, you've never been that person. So you are so unrelatable to these people that think they're relating to you. Exactly. Oh, well, they'll make adjustments and they really want this. Well, they might want it, but not in sacrifice of their $10 an hour. And and, And here's the thing. We do, everybody, that's the bottom line. Everybody wants security. We all want border security. We live in a technology advanced age. We have cameras, we have infrared, we have everything. Can't we use that money uh, other than an ancient steel border wall that doesn't work? Like, well, and the other thing that everybody's saying too is that, like, he, he asked for what, five billion? Yeah. They're like, that. that's a portion Pittance. of the wall. I know. It's that's only a down payment. build the wall. No, it's like 23 billion. So he's going to build, um, like, you know, a steel door. He's like, <laughs> and on either side, it's wide open. Like, that's not, it's not doing yeah. anything. And I think that's the point that Democrats are trying to make. But yeah, like, why would we waste yeah, five and, billion? And we're, we're willing to put all, we're, we'll give you all that money, but we just don't. For something well, for Other all, than the we'll wall. give it to you for all of border, border security. security. Yeah, all that money can go to border security, but you're not building a wall. You... Well, and then the other thing that's so scary is that, like, so the TSA workers are calling yes. out sick. I'm starting and, to get nervous about this. Right, Doesn't and you... even if they go to work, you're not putting in your no. best effort, no. and you're shorthanded because somebody else is called out sick or whatever. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's going to be some huge tragedy in all of this, and then it's we're each going to blame the other yeah, side. Of I mean, course. 
No, that, let's just hope. That I know, you got to give yourself, what, four hours to go internationally? I mean, really. I don't know. I know. I don't even want to think about it. Hopefully it fixes before. Well, the good news is if you're vacation. going internationally, the way back, you're fine. It's the way out, you know? Right, right. And really, I just want to get out. <laughs> I just want to get out. Speaking of, and we'll go back because I have a bunch more political stuff to talk about, but I did end up watching the Ellen, because you're talking about relatable. Mm-hmm. I did end up watching the Ellen special. Her, her stand-up Oh, special. I did too. It was great. Yeah. The fun, I mean, as she, I love how she opened it when she was talking to her friend. She's like, I want to do, I want to do a stand-up show. And right. he was like, uh, do you think you're so relatable? Right, right. I thought that was funny. She's like, uh, yeah, just um, hang on a second. Let me just go speak to my butler for yeah. a second and have him bring me down. But that's the, the thing. The bottom line is money, no money. Everybody's still a human being. Right, you know, we're, right. We're all the same. No, I know people who are not relatable and have money. That's I think money does I'm sure, yeah. make people unrelatable. But, but, but were they not really relatable even before that's, that? That's, but I think they were not relatable before that because of how they grew up. Right. And so they never can look at... So I think, I, I do think money changes. Well, I guess that's sort of what I was saying about Trump being like, oh, they'll... Oh, son of a bitch. Hello? <laughs> about Trump being like, you know, they'll make adjustments. Most people, you idiot, don't even have the ability to make an adjustment on a grocery bill each no week. Like, no it's kidding. not about, I won't buy that new sweater. Or, you know, I saw they put some family on the news whose dad um, isn't going to get his paycheck from going to the Coast Guard. Right. Sorry, we have a little background noise. Yeah, I'm going to... Oh. Um, Go but ahead. the the story was so absurd because the kid was... They were trying to make a point of these families are struggling. Right. Which they are. Right. But the example they used was, well, I asked my mom if I could go see that new movie. Oh, for Christ's sake. And thanks. she said, we'll have to see if dad's working. No, that's not right. what's happening. No. That means some people aren't going to be able to fill their car to with gas yes. to get to their job yeah. that they're not going to get paid at anyways. Right. That's what's happening. Not about going and, to a stupid and, movie. And even the bigger issue, if you're late on a payment, your credit rating is going to start to go right. down. Those are the bigger things that not if you can even, not if you can buy that box of cereal like that right. you wanted. Well, and he says something about the government is sending out letters to send to your landlord about why yeah. your rent is and late. And the landlord should um, give them a break. That's yeah, but what the landlord saying. has to pay his mortgage no too. Right. That's not how it works. I don't get to hand in a letter from my mom, Mary. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. Mary Trump, oh. where the heck are you? Mm. Oh, gosh. What was and next? That was the whole thing on the news the other night that drove me crazy is all three of them. All three of like them. like complete assholes. They keep talking about this freshman class of, of House of, of, you know, of new um, yeah. Congress people that are coming in and that they're really stirring it up and that they're going to make this whole big thing about how the Democrats are divided because we've got this whole new crop of Democrats mm-hmm. and they're diverse and young and energetic. And then they're Well, gonna... that's scary to everybody, the, dem- de- the old Democrats and the old that's Republicans. That's the point I'm trying to yeah. make. So they're coming in there going... This is a bunch of horse shit, you idiot people. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah, your old establishment's got to go. Right. Yeah. So I had to look into um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. She, number one, she was on 60 Minutes, and I wanted to punch Anderson Cooper in the face. And I love Anderson Cooper, mm-hmm. but I wanted to go through the screen and punch him in the face because he was so condescending to her. First of all, she was a bartender a year ago. Okay. A bartender, and now she's on 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. She has to be... Terrified. 
She doesn't seem it. Exactly. But but she, I follow her on Instagram, and she did an Instagram story about how it takes hours. They're interviewing you. You have no idea what's actually going to get said. I knew I was going to say something probably stupid. Well, and that's their whole purpose, too, is to trip you up and make you right. say something stupid, so she, make you look stupid. But she gave a whole behind the scenes of, like, this is what's going on. My point about the whole young freshman class is she's she is a New York New York City Bronx and and I forget the two boroughs that she okay. represents and she's like this is these are all immigrants right. everybody here's immigrants where they're running uh, grocery stores they're running restaurants they're you know they're one generation away mm-hmm. from their parents coming over here to to start a better life they pay taxes they do all this stuff and they they have hired me to go out there and make some noise and do some stuff. And I am, I don't know what everybody has a problem with. I am just repeating the things that I'm hearing because that's my job. Now I have to go in there. And she said right now with the government shutdown, she can't give laptops out. She can't, she can't even gather information appropriately the way she wants to. So that she can To her staff. Yeah. To, to the people that are like her ground workers, that whatever, however it all works. And, and she said, it's just, Right now, it's a complete shit show. Mm-hmm. But my, I'm trying to re- think about what is it that is scaring everybody about her? And I'm like... Because they're going to lose their jobs. Because that's what's happening. There's not going to be some 90-year-old white man yeah. who's held the seat for 42 years anymore. He's on his way out. He's on his way out. And she's gorgeous. And it should be on both sides, too. Uh, it doesn't... It's not, but, it's, is, but it's not happening on the other side as much. It's The, the Republican Party is still... white, old men, and maybe a couple of older women. Mm -hmm. But there's not any young, there's very few young African-American or people of color. Of course they're going to have to. And that's the point. I mean, that's not our country makeup anymore. And that's the other thing that's scaring those people is they, on both sides, Democrats and Republicans, are racist. And that is not our country anymore. It is a multicultural place. We are probably close to being mm, not the majority anymore oh, yeah. and that terrifies, terrifies them. Terrifies people. I just don't understand why. Like because I think they think about the way they've yeah. They not they personally, but the way they their group I'll tell you treated what it is. other people. Exactly. And I'll tell and you And they what think it is. it's going to come back and get them. And in their lifetime, immigrants were Irish and Italians. Though that were, that right. was the immigrants that were of well, and a you different blended right sort. in most of the time, except for your language. But you always got there. There was still racism against right. You know all what those uh, ethnic groups as well. The the language that was used to depict them, the movies that are used to depict them, etc. But you're right; they were still the same color. Well, and uh, let me just say the other thing about your friend there. That's so annoying, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. She's the not dancing video. Oh yeah, I oh. was like. Are, they, are these people out of their mind? It's great. I think she was in them. college yeah. having fun dancing. Right. You didn't dance? No. You didn't do any of those no, things? No, they grew They're up in so some... scared with like any type of like sexual stimulation. Yes. Or it's so bizarre. I think we need to change this to Porn Saves America. Yeah. Just like Porn exactly. Saves Saudi Arabia. Um, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. No, it's like the priesthood. Like, well, like my her pants. pants are too tight, right. or oh my her god, her suit, her bum, whatever. It was. It's crazy. It's crazy. I loved. Um, we'll we'll get into the Golden Globes in a second, but I loved how 
uh, Lady Gaga was like, I should be able to talk about whatever the freak I want because if I were a guy talking about smoking cigarettes and having sex with 40 women, right. you'd call me a rock star. Right. I'm a rock star if that's right. the, the description of me. And it's the same with this Alexandria Cortez. Mm-hmm. She's like, I am, get, I am speaking the voice of my constituents because they hired me. And if you don't like it... and. I think it's because she's young, she's beautiful, she's charismatic, yeah. she's a woman, and she's a woman of color. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're shitting their pants. Well, she she's she's gonna be she's gotta watch herself. I don't think so. I think she. I hope she doesn't. I hope she doesn't. I hope she doesn't either. But it, all it's gonna be now is a digging into her background. Well, she's to gotta hold. Her. I know. And how like if she was a bartender a year ago. I hope she has the constitution to just stay well. Here's strong. the thing: if she was a bartender a year ago, I, 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 there's been a hookup, there's been an inappropriate comment, there's been yeah, something, exactly. She's been and that's all things. gonna. But this is a different level when you have people like um, the Breitbart news people after you too, like the le- the right wing media after you. That's a that's my thing. So, like, along with the whole, like, Me Too movement and Brit Kavanaugh, like, he's disgusted that he was attacked for drinking yeah. beer and partying. And that's probably what's going to happen to her. She needs to have some smart people, even though I think she's brilliant, but she needs to have some smart people just ready with uh, comebacks. Although she's had a few good comebacks of herself. Like well, I she, loved when she made the new dancing video. Like She made the new dancing video and she said something about, oh, she said like, um, the GOP loves to insult my intelligence, yet uh, if this is the best they have, I think this is a walking argument to tax misogyny at 100%. That was her tweet back. She's brilliant. It really we is. We haven't really progressed at all. It's really the bottom line. Well, and you like, said that last time. Yeah. We're not ready for, we're, America no. is not ready for this. I think some people are, though. I think because of the 2018 election, I think a lot of people are in the fact that so many women did get nom- or did, did get elected to their new position. So we'll see. It's The wheels are in motion. It's just a matter of how fast can we go. And even that other woman, Rashida Tlaib, mm-hmm. um, who's another you know hot ticket, and... She's the first Muslim woman or something like that to get elected to Congress. And she was like, impeach the motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's so annoying to me was that the Democrats were like, well, we don't really approve of that talk. Shut up. And here's the, the other side has been talking so just... Disrespectful. Yeah, it's so hypocritical. Humiliating you and, people and, for years. And like, here's the thing. I was listening my to... My glasses are fogging oh, up. Oh, jeez. so heated. Um... I was listening to the Pod Save America guys, who I listen to mm-hmm. religiously. Please start listening to them. I will. Because I, I have a major crush on one of them, and he grew up in Sudbury. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're so smart mm-hmm. that I can't, I can't get over it. Anyways, they were talking about a little bit about this fact and the motherfucker comment, and they're like, listen, I get it. Our parents don't like the fact that we use that language. Mm-hmm. My Aunt Marilyn was like, please stop t- yeah. saying that. And I did. I started. But you know what? If it happens. It happens. And here's the thing. And even somebody said Nancy Pelosi has a swear jar in her office. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Old school. No one likes to hear some bad language. And there's other language that can yeah, be used. People use that language in their daily life. And when you're yes. not using it you're to communicate with you're, us. You're inauthentic. Yeah. Totally. That's the whole Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. You're inauthentic standing yeah. there. Chuck is Scream. So, he's say something. Such a Do doofus. something. I can't. But yeah, like people want to know that you're... 
a real person. They want to connect to you. And they want to know that you you are actually angry about this. Because I I couldn't tell. Was your blood pressure up when you were talking? Yeah, no. They just look terrified. They look dead. Yeah. Staring at the screen like, we are going to be professional. Well, and that's also along the lines of what you were saying about Michelle Obama, too. When she swore on TV and everybody was like, ooh, she swore... She's she, still a human being. And she said, you shit. swear. Yeah. Right. Give me a break. Yeah. We're past that with, okay. with, with all the TV that's consumed. We are past. Listen, I don't want my kids to curse if they, if I can help it. I really want them to try to right, use other language. Right. But that pretense of that, you don't say that in your daily life. It's such, silly. It's, it's, you know what? It not only is it inauthentic, inauthentic it's like fake. Like you're. Yeah. Okay, you're pretending to be this person right now, but I know when you go behind of the course. scenes, mm-hmm. just be who you are, and that's okay. Like if you if you don't want healthcare for everybody, just say, say you it. don't want healthcare for yeah. everybody. Be that person so that you're not lying constantly. Right. How can I don't know? It's it's I lost my train with the other thing, but um, <laughs> now I'm sweating. God. Um, oh, Pod Save America. Anyways, yeah. we're talking about. <clears throat> Alexandria, and they're talking about um, Rashida Tlaib and saying that and saying, listen, it's fine if you don't like that comment. But that exact same day, another House of Representatives official, and I'm forgetting his name, I didn't write it down, he filed articles of impeachment that day. Mm -hmm. So the point is... She's following up on that. All she did was say Mm -hmm. it with some expletive in front of it. Mm -hmm. But he actually went through the paperwork and started the process of it. And no one is talking about him Mm -hmm. because, and that's the bigger, that's the bigger point, right? And it's just, and and I'm really, now I'm starting to get angry with the media too. I'm so glad you just said that because that's just what was going through my head. I was about to talk about Anderson Cooper. I was going to say, but Trump always doing fake news, fake news, whatever. It kind of is. Like, they latch on to yeah. the sensationalism of a story to entertain us and miss all the Real important stuff. pieces yeah. like yeah. of actual news, news that we may need to know. It's become like, um, I forget the name of that show that um, that guy with all the sexual assaults used to be on, but um, like an inside edition type thing. Like, right. literally, ABC News or whatever has turned into... Uh, Inside Edition, Access Hollywood. Like, it's the sensationalism of the story. Instead of just, can you just tell me what's happening? Right. And for the American public, it's really hard to find out. That's why I honestly think the podcasts, I mean, and obviously you're going to listen to a podcast that gears towards your your views. So, but... It's hard, and you know what, that's just sensationalism too, I guess. I don't know where to find actual, the newspaper. I know, but I wonder if those articles and well, editorials you, but are... But editorials are one thing. If you read an editorial, that's that's an editorial. You look at it like an editorial. When you listen to uh, Don Lemon talk, he's basically just editorializing with news snippets in there. And yeah. you have to kind of discern from that what's the actual... I mean, they, they, they say they're talking about facts and everything, but how much of it really... You, you have to find the facts in there. You have to find the stories. And this guy from Pod Save America was on. His name's Dan Pfeiffer, I think. And he was on CNN right before Trump did his, his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said to them, like, you guys shouldn't cover this. You should yes. just... 
you should let him do his talk and then afterwards or even a 10 minute delay say okay the president just had an announcement this is what's fact this is what's not fact about it and then move on to the fact that Mueller investigation is deepening because that's what he's distracting you from anyways here's the fact Rosenstein is thinking about leaving he's um you know he's going to pass the baton on maybe what, what is going on with the facts there uh the fact that it just became clear that that what's his face shared uh, polling data with the yeah. Russians. Like yeah. these are Manafort. Manafort just did that. These are facts. This is what's going on. Yes, but he, he's been doing that from the beginning. Every time there's a bad luck story about him, he switches well, to something else. It's an invasion somewhere, and then yeah, and then they're all over that, and they've forgotten but, to follow up with the twelve other disasters. Behind yeah, that. so so I I'm with you too. Like I don't understand why the media isn't. I did appreciate, like on um, I think it was the Today Show or something. They they were showing his speech, and then they would say as they cut back. Although there was only you know three such and such, and most are coming across. No, like they CNN were trying to fact that too, but yeah. everybody was fact checking. But that's even what should Fox. be happening every single time. I know, I know, but even Fox News, even. You know, not not Fox and Friends, but even Fox mm-hmm. News in the evening. Wall, did you hear Chris Wallace? No, he was first of all. With, I can't watch them; it gets me too upset. Though. I know. I kind of like Chris Wallace sometimes, but um, he was talking to Crazy Town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, weird face. Her eyes are slipping. Sarah, Sarah, her mm-hmm. eyes are slipping. Do you see? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I think She's melting. <laughs> one eye has dripped down so far, and I'm thinking, who is putting her out there? Like. Yeah, but what can you do about that tape? I mean... I mean, there's got to be something. There's some sort of camouflage that can be done. I, I don't know. <laughs> but one eye and the puffiness, I feel so bad. I, She's I don't, probably actually, exhausted. I don't feel bad for her. But anyways, he was saying... She's saying... Um, uh, right before, again, before the new... Before he decided to um, spill his guts, she was talking about how um, 4,000 people have come across yeah. the border. And I blah, think blah. I did see this and he's on like, another clip. And he was like, no, I was prepared for you to say that, yeah. but that's actually not true. Yeah. And and she's like, no, it is true. Like, they come by air, they come by sea, they come by yeah. land. And he goes, what? what, what yeah, are, but the wall isn't stopping. What are we that? talking yeah. about? Let's put a bubble over the country. Yeah. No, I did feel like um, she did sort of get, not tripped up, but she um, paused more than usual on that in that little interaction. Yeah. Because like, they he I think the one on one with And her. they always think they're going to be kind to them. And I they always think that the Fox News hosts are going to help them along right, right. and be on the same page with them. Yeah. And luckily at some point Somebody like Chris Wallace is like, well, I still have to have some facts here. Right, right. I still have to be like... Well, I still have to have a career two years from now when this person is no longer yeah. in office. God right. willing. God I mean, willing. But listen, there's a lot of Nixon people, a lot of people that were in the Nixon administration who continued right along, yeah. you know? So who knows how it's going to end up... Um, I hope that when this is when this is over, we just go back to talking about entertainment crap that we... <laughs> go back to the Kardashians. Go back to the Kardashians. Um segueing out of politics unless there's something oh wait before we leave this topic and and the media i just have to say what i was pissed off at anderson cooper about so i was saying to you that he's alexandria ocasio-cortez had instagram lived the whole not instagram live she had gone back and instagram storied her behind the scenes with um uh 60 minutes etc and that it was terrifying and all the things that she was going through which is interesting in of itself but as i was watching anderson ask her questions I was kind of like, Anderson, 
coolest gay man I know who's so smart. Why are you treating her like she has no, like, I felt like he was treating her like almost like a ditz. Like, you can't possibly, just because you were a bartender. So he's being like condescending to her. He was so condescending to her. And maybe that was just my take. And I know he's not, I know he doesn't feel that way. But that's the way he came across. And Maybe he was trying to be like impartial. He, I think or, he, I think he over rotated yeah. because he even said when he said when he said to her, "Do you think Donald Trump is racist?" And she said, "Yes, I do." And he said, "How can you say that?" His follow up question was, "Yeah, because he says it all the time." How can you say that? And she would, she looked at him like. Am I on the fucking same yeah. show as you? Because did you watch Charlottesville? Do you hear what he talks about? Like, right. And I wanted her to say, she said everything that I actually wanted her to say, but then I wanted her to say, what the fuck is wrong with you, Anderson? Yeah. Like, you know he is too. You talk about it every night. Yeah. But she obviously she didn't, and who knows what other conversations And he's working on. towards your right to not get married or have any rights yourself. It, it, it was crazy. But that's the only thing that, again, I can understand now more than ever why... Let's say the conservatives find the media annoying and the media just one-sided or playing to certain things because that's exactly how I felt. I was like, what? What's going on? So anyways, that was my last take on her. And I mean, there'll be lots to talk about. And I do feel like in upcoming Mom Save America public service announcements, these ladies um, are going to be more highlighted than than usual. But before we leave our... um, conversation can we talk about the golden globes because they have happened so we can talk about them but what i was saying to you is it's so weird because they happened and i listen i used to do you know red carpet chinese food takeout yes. that was my night it was like i used to say and this is my super bowl so totally. leave me alone whatever they came and went i didn't even know they were coming going gone i didn't watch them i didn't know who was nominated nothing it was weird and I'm so mad, I think, about the whole Kevin Hart thing well, and the just about to Oscars say. that I'm kind of like, does anyone even care about yeah. this stuff anymore? Like, it's so passe and silly and I, I don't... I... And the other thing is, is that TV has changed so much. There's so many other uh-huh. areas and per- certain shows still aren't getting recognized and you're like... It's so hard to follow. I think they have to kind of... I think they try to be like a little bit too elitist in totally the movies they're selecting i get you know whatever aquaman isn't winning best picture i get it okay i don't want it to i realize people's choice awards if you have to go to right right i'm saying like (laughs) can you choose like the movies that are nominated i don't know who's voting right but like the foreign press the hollywood foreign press can you choose like something that people might have actually Seen some of this stuff is just so obscure. I think they should have an award show based on the Rotten Tomatoes public opinion piece. Like that should be a rating, and then they should get awards right, for because that. Maybe the that is choice. Isn't really the people's choice. No, I mean, I don't know who's voting on that either. Me like, neither. I know. To the Golden Globes piece and the Oscars. I, did you hear that they just decided they're not having a host for the Oscars? Right. At all. Yeah. And um, and Ellen got backlash for talking to Kevin Hart about. How she was proud of him for the way he tried to handle the situation and that he should go back and say, or, or she was making an appeal to the Oscars to say he should still yeah. host. Yeah. And then he was like, he doesn't have time to prepare for it anyways. Right. And, but it's the most ridiculous gonna, thing. So let me just take my take on 
I did watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch them through the whole thing. Like, I put it on record kind of like I always do. But number one, can we talk about the best picture who won? In The best picture was uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay. And it won for drama. Okay. It didn't win for musical or comedy. comedy. Yeah. It was it was a it's VH1 special. Yeah. That was what it was. And it's so... I didn't see it. Ridiculous. Did you see I it? Didn't, I saw parts of it. I want to see it. I do want to see it. And I think he was probably... Uh, Rami Malek was probably amazing. Well, and, and he won. I think. I don't even remember, he did. actually. He won. Um, but then they put Vice. They name? put Vice in the musical or comedy category. Okay. It's so interesting because my sister-in-law said to me that Vice was a comedy. Yes. And I was like, what? Vice Went was over in... dead on me. Didn't laugh once. Like, I didn't laugh once. Not only didn't I laugh... I was disturbed through the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, she was movie. like, well, it was a satire. It's not really true. I'm like, and, well, and the he, legislation that was passed is fact. It is true. I did, you know, and, and we're jumping. And it's not listed on your phone as a comedy. Of course it's not. under drama. Of course. But they, they, they put it in, I don't know why they put it in the musical or comedy. I, all I know is that's part of the problem that no yeah. one wants to watch. the And, and. I guess, you know, viewership was down. I thought Andy Sandberg and the other, Michelle O were weird. It didn't work for me. I didn't think that they were great. I don't know why you would ever put those two people together. It's so strange. And and they tried to, again, over-rotate and say all really positive comments in a funny way about people instead of like, oh, uh, Bradley Cooper, you're hot. Stupid. 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 I don't yeah. know what is going on. No, we can't I feel say, like, like you said, there's the sensitivity threshold for people is so off the mark right now. Nobody can say anything funny. Like I think, uh, what's his name? Who used to ho- who used to sit up there and drink? Um, my favorite one. I'm, oh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Oh, I love him. Of yeah. course. Who doesn't love Ricky Gervais? Yeah. He's hiding in a hole right now. He's like, I'm never going on an Why award would show. You? Exactly. There's no benefit to you. They. I was listening to them talk about this on the radio. They said they pay you. Very little, especially for somebody like Kevin Hart, who's used to making millions and millions exactly. of dollars a film. He's making very little money for a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of time. And no real payout. Because if you do well, you don't really get the credit no. for the show being successful. Of course not. And if you do poorly, then that's why the ratings weren't great. And the ratings aren't great because... Nobody cares. Like, the the Tony Awards, at least that's a show. I mean, I don't know how many people go to Broadway or whatever anymore. So, I mean, I know that's sort of limited. But my point is, they put on a production. Mm -hmm. They're showing you snippets of the Broadway shows. They're actually performing the songs that are in... They're giving you a taste of what each of these things had to offer. And then they're telling you who, who won. The... Golden Globes and the Oscars are now just next, next, ne- and, an, an and announcement of awards with some right. stupid speech where they you're shocked that they can even act, sing, dance, do anything because they can't string three words together as they're standing up there talking. Without being written down, right. Yes, yeah, everybody, here's, okay. Go ahead. Public service it... announcement from Kerry Lucas, yes. if anybody gives a shit. Somebody gives a shit. Our viewership is up. If you are... An actor or an actress. Yes. Everybody knows that your manager, the director, Mm -hmm. the writer, your family had a hand in getting you up there. Right. We all know that. They know that too. If they're that pathetic that they need their name mentioned in your string of 50 names that you're reading through mentioned, that they have a pathetic life. If you have 30 to 60 seconds to say something 
Can you say something? It doesn't have to be a political statement. Right. Say something funny. Say, have an amusing antidote. Have an interesting story. Tell us something funny that happened in the movie. Right. It's just so boring. Looking at you crying and thanking people that we don't know. Right. Talk about unrelatable. Unrelatable. So that's the point. Did you hear? So in... The opening, Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh do their 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 bit mm-hmm. about making fun but not making fun of people in yep. the audience. And then all of a sudden there's like a semi-pause and Sandra Oh says, somewhat serious, but you don't quite know she's serious. You, she says, we're having a moment here, people. She said, and this moment is for you and for you. And the way she was saying it, I, Awkward. I people start laughing, but she was being serious. She's like, and I, even if this moment doesn't last... This is for all the disenfranchised people. Oh, you're, none of you there are disenfranchised. None of you. It was bizarre. It was so... And then somebody starts actually laughing in the audience and they realize, oh, wait, this is the serious part of yeah. the bit. And it, oh my God. I did actually see her um, acceptance speech. I don't even know who she, what she was in, but... She's in Grey's Anatomy. Is that, isn't that what she won for? I, no. 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 Oh, I don't know. That's how I know her. When was she in Grey's Anatomy? I never... Wait, I, Sandra Oh, isn't she... I don't know. Look her up. Okay. I'll look her up. But I, I have her confused. I know who the host was, but whoever she is, she won an award, she right? She did. Yes, of course. And she went to thank her parents. And I realized... Oh, and they were in the... They were funny. That, okay. But can funny. you tell us an immigration story? I know. I know. Switch to something that's poignant for the time. My parents immigrated <laughs> here. They gave me a better... Li- can you tell us about that? Right. Just right. you cried and sobbed and couldn't get... I don't know. It's so... I can't figure out what she was in. It's Sandra, oh, isn't she? I have her, I think, I thought she was the doctor on Grey's Anatomy. I, I, okay, IMBD's. we're going to look at that. Honestly, I can't read, I, I cannot read uh, IMBD, whatever that thing is. Who? The, no, you know the website that tells you the filmography or whatever? No, she, you're right. She's in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, thank God. I don't know if that's what she won for, but... She left Grey's Anatomy two years ago, so it couldn't have been that. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm confused. Anyways, I had another point on the Golden Globes, and now I'm spacing. Oh, I know. I was going to say... Any of these large, uh, completely obnoxious award shows, the Lifetime Achievement Awards, are they're just driving me crazy. Like, I love Carol Burnett. I thought she was hilarious back in the day. Okay. And she actually had a really decent speech or whatever, but... I, I, I don't know who wants to listen to the Lifetime Achievement Well, people. I'll tell you what. I find that more amusing than the stupid acceptance speeches. Like, Ugh. I like when they show the snippets. I'll tell you what my favorite part is. The memorial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In memorandum. And That's my favorite part. Sarah Borellis like, coming out there singing Gravity oh, or whatever. I yeah. Know. That's the part I yeah. like the best. Because they show old little clips. Well, it and is you're like, true. Oh, that person's gone. I know. Oh, you know. I don't know. I, I, that's true. I don't... I. Yeah, and I, then there's always the controversy of who got left out, like who didn't get mentioned in the I death. know, because they weren't some... But they always show some sort of weird, like, camera guy that you're like, who's that? Yeah, what? Why is he in yeah. there? I know. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we might, I, you know, we might have to have a couple emergency podcasts coming up because I'm concerned about um, the shutdown. Yeah. And I'm concerned about Ruth. So, uh, let's Well, just, we are not having an emergency co- podcast about Ruth. That's not happening. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a little nervous, I'll be honest with you, about that piece. But hopefully we'll just, uh, this won't be too outdated when I post it in a few <laughs> days. And um, we'll be back with a Mom Save America public service announcement and a Coffee Cruise Crush. Thanks. Today's Mom Save America public service announcement is all about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Born 1989, 
Seriously, she is the exact same age as Taylor Swift. Her dad was an architect born in the Bronx, and her mom was born in Puerto Rico. She started as a community organizer. Remember how Barack Obama started? I'm just saying. She's no stranger to struggling. When her dad died, her mom and her had to battle to keep their house from going into foreclosure. So she has some ideas of what it means to struggle. She worked on the Bernie Sanders campaign, and after Trump won the general election, she decided to travel across country by car to visit some places like Flint, Michigan, to talk to people about the water crisis there, and then to Standing Rock to get an understanding of the Dakota Access Pipeline. It was around then that she decided that she needed to get involved in a bigger way, and that was when she decided to challenge Democratic incumbent Joe Crowley, and she knew she couldn't beat his money with money because she didn't have any, so she needed to change the game a little bit. So this is what amazes me. Like her politics or not, or what she stands for, but all of her donations were from small individual contributors. And she beats Joe Crowley in the primary with 194K to his 3.4 million. And then she goes on to beat the Republican Anthony Pappas in the general election, garnering 70% of the vote. So here she is, a freshman congresswoman, stirring up all kinds of attention because she's young, pretty, outspoken, tough, and freaking poised as all get out. She calls herself a democratic socialist, which I didn't really know what that meant, but she stands for tuition-free public college, tuition-free trade schools, Medicare for all, climate change initiatives, and ending privatized prisons, to just name a few things. So my hope for Alexandria is that she holds her ground and does not get caught up in the attacks that are going to keep coming her way. It's been said that when people of color enter elite politics, they will be attacked with a force they've never seen. The sexism that'll come her way will be hard for her to endure, but I believe that she can do it. She is young. She's energetic. She's fluent in the culture and social media of the constituents that she represents. Right now, she's not spooked by the old white men who are trying to take her down with lies and made-up stories. So, good luck, Alexandria. Mom Save America will be watching and rooting for you. Okay, so Mom Save America Coffee Crew's Crush today is award show host, past award show host, and we are going with old school Billy Crystal, rock stars Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, their group, together and um ricky gervais so i think this is pretty hard actually because it's very easy for me oh well then rock it okay let's hear it um ricky gervais is going on the cruise okay i adore him i watch every time he's on hbo for any old stand-up special i'll watch it again i love an Idiot Abroad. It's one of my favorite TV shows. It's so funny that I have not... I've only seen like two of those. In, of Idiot Abroad? Yes, and I love them, but I keep forgetting to go watch them. They're so fascinating. because I think I... It's... I like it because I feel... I don't know if anybody's seen the TV show, but they send an ordinary Joe like on an all idiot? these exotic, exotic places. First of all, he, I feel like that would be me and my husband on the vacation. Yes. Like most of the places that they send him that are, you know, seven wonders of the world, I have no interest in ever going right, to. Right, right. And that would be us. That We would be miserable. Right. It wouldn't be. The food would be terrible. Yeah. Right. The and, bathroom situation would be weird. I yeah. appreciate that he's really just telling you 
like it is. Like yes. everybody comes back from India like, oh, it was life changing and I've found myself. I wouldn't find myself. No. I wouldn't leave the airport. I right. would, you know. I, anyways, a side, side note. Anyways, I love that show. Okay. I even watched the cartoon show the that you based it on is HBO. The best. The so yeah. funny. So I'm going on the cruise with him. I find him amusing. To Word no of end. the day, relatable. He's totally relatable. Yep. I like when he lost some weight and then he gained yeah. weight back. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I love that, like, right, like you said, like he's always drinking during the show. Like he's just, yes. I'm having a good time. Yes. Why else would I be here? Right. Okay. So I'm crushing for that exact reason, Billy Crystal. Yeah. Because I feel like even though I just went on about how they should do a whole production and show and entertain us, I do really enjoy that side of it. But he, you mean the in, the intro when they sing the songs about the movies and stuff? Yes. And okay. And he does but the montage. It. Yeah. Right. That, so the first 10 minutes and then I'm done with Billy right. Crystal. Right. Like, I don't think he's relatable. I don't like in real life, I've heard little clips and snippets of him. He doesn't actually have that great sense of humor about himself. Right. Um, I think he's kind of a dick in real life. And, um, you know, I used to get him and Dustin Hoffman confused. Isn't that what? I don't know why. And I think Dustin Hoffman is a dick, but maybe um, same time frame. It, it's certainly the same time frame and the same height, I think. Yeah, but, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He, he, sorry. yeah, he's getting crushed. I'm sorry out there. And but. then as great as, um, Kelly Collin. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's exactly true. That might be, you know. A story that's grown over time, (laughs) but I do know that Amy Poehler worked at Chadwick. Interesting. Did you see, before I get into mine, did you, so you didn't watch the Golden Globes, but Amy Poehler and um, Maya Rudolph did a thing together. So they came out to do an announcement and they did a whole bit about uh, one of them asking the other one to get married because something happened on, because I didn't know what happened on the Oscars when one person... I guess uh, won an award and he got up and asked his wife to marry or asked the woman to marry him and oh, it was no a whole idea. big thing on last year's uh, one of the award shows and then so Maya did it and it was the first time I was like what's happening it was it was weird it was so dumb yeah I really like Maya Rudolph, I love but Maya. I don't really get her comedy sometime when she's like you know off the cuff or on an interview show I don't get her comedy either yeah. I'd rather see the girls from Bad Moms up there right um doing a bit because that's so funny speaking of bad moms and she made me watch because I'm thinking I'm going to cut my hair because I watched one of those old videos of myself I'm like oh maybe I should go back to short hair and then I'm like I I can't get a mom haircut I just I can't do it And, and Jenny goes did you see the SNL with the mom haircuts please out there google Oh, baby I'll have to shower watch this tonight. Baby shower SNL and they they're all sitting there and one of them says, "You know, the cut that all the moms get, it's a soft waterfall in the front, knives in the back." I was dying. And then the ladies go on to say that it happens to all moms and you can't avoid it because, you know, bathrooms are oceans, but the kitchen is a farm and the cut will be upon you. Don't even realize you're expecting it you've um passed into an asexual threshold yes it's so weird my husband and i will see women sometimes and i'm like at at what point do you think that happened like because she'll be walking with her husband right and let's say they're oh seven year old kid because that seems to be around the time frame where women have lost all sense of themselves right and i'm just i don't understand and so does he look at her still like he's 
wife or are they business partners? Like, because it's just so bizarre it to me how bizarre. that happens. And that will be a topic on another podcast because I do want to get into... We definitely have to do a podcast on women's haircuts. Definitely. Yes. Yes. So, and it's funny because I was like, I, you know, anybody who knows me out there, well, I've... My hair is my, it's just my hair. Yeah. And I did cut it short right after Henry because I but was But it was working. not a mom's haircut. It, it could have been considered a mom haircut. When I look back on it now, I was like, whoa. I, I mean, like a little short bob that, you know, yeah. I went to work with. But I, I, I've totally yeah, sidetracked okay. on. Back okay. to mom. Back to Coffee Crew. Because I, I was thinking bad moms. And that is just one of the funniest movies. Yeah. So, all right. So you're going to coffee with uh, Tina yeah. and Amy yeah. and Billy Crystal's crushed. Okay. Um, slightly diverging from you, I am crushing Billy Crystal as well, you know, only because I just have no interest in, um, I never liked Tootsie. I didn't really like many of his movies. I, Tootsie is Dustin <laughs> Hoffman. You've gotten them confused again. What the, oh, Sleepless in Seattle. No. What? Yeah, like all those rom-com movies he was in, I'm like, why is he the well, no, romantic he, lead? First That's of all, so he wasn't weird. in Sleepless in Seattle either. I'm really effed up no, here. No, the um, Meg Ryan Meg and Harry Ryan. Met Sally. Oh my God. Why would anybody think he's even I don't know. Attractive? I don't know why he would be in that movie. Yeah. I mean, he was great in it, but. Tootsie was not him. No, Tootsie, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, I really have them <laughs> crossed in my head. I forget Dustin Hoffman. He's I'm, crushed. Not we Dustin. don't need to know him. He's crushed. I mean, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tina and Amy, I'm sorry. I'm taking them on a cruise. Okay. I love Ricky Gervais, too. I couldn't keep up with him. I may, I might not be able to keep up with Tina and yeah. Amy, but I feel like I can relate to them better. Yeah, they're, well, they're moms. And they're not as crazy as they make themselves sound. I bet they're in, eight, in bed by 8 o'clock no, as well. No, right, probably. Um, and I've read, I love Tina's book. I have it. It's one of my favorites. And I, I mean... I just could never keep up with Ricky Gervais. I think I say that quite a bit on who I would go on a cruise with. It's all about... What is their bedtime? Yeah. That's who Tina's taking on the cruise. <laughs> and really, it's the truth. So, yeah, Tina and Amy are... Um, we're going we're gonna to do karaoke on the cruise and have a blast. Right. And Ricky and I will go have coffee because that's what I can handle for him. So, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing and emailing. I... I uh, really appreciate it so much. So thanks so much, and um, we'll be back.